Huh? Footsteps? Lots of them. Oh! Maybe? Yes! It's them! The little helpers! That means Santa's here! Welcome to the Malbowls. This is Regarding Spawn, the world's most Christmassy Spawn podcast. I'm your co-host, John Fisher. And I'm your co-host, David Williams. And I am returning guest, Bran Moorhead. Woohoo! Woohoo! We got Bran back. Welcome, welcome, wow. welcome, everybody. It's Christmas. It's a time of togetherness. And for eating snowballs, whatever the fuck those are that kids <laughs> eating in this comic book. I don't know. Oh, come on. They're like the, uh, I don't know what's on the inside, but it's like chocolate and then you roll it in powdered sugar. Oh, okay. yeah. I've, I've never like had those. I've never and, had those. Uh, yeah. It's like fudgy, fudgy, nutty chocolate that are okay. in a ball form. We had Buckeyes when I, when I was little. I think it's close. I think it's like bowl. the same thing. Like, right. Or maybe there's peanut butter involved, too. Yeah, because Buckeyes have peanut butter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. You could have so said Buckeye. the merriest Spawn podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah. We did a lot of tiger butter when I was little, which was everybody lost their shit with tiger butter. I have no idea what that it's, is. It's white yeah. chocolate, milk chocolate, and peanut butter just like melted and swirled together, and then you freeze it in a, a pan so that way you can cut it into bars. And it's got tiger stripes. Tiger butter. Tiger butter. Tiger butter. It's Interesting. Good. It's good. Welcome, everyone. This is Regarding Spawn, where each week we bring you two issues from Spawn Universe, except when we don't, and this is one of those occasions where we don't. We're just bringing you one issue, because there's only one Christmas issue of Spawn, and this is our Christmas episode. Yeah, they need to get on that, make another Christmas issue. I know. They need one for each one. They need one for Gunslinger, Scorch. Yeah! Damn, they need one for Spawn. each holiday. They need an Easter episode. They need uh... Yeah! They should do Passover, that. just like you know everything. Just like DC always puts out a holiday, like an eighty-page holiday comic every holiday. They should do one for each of the comics. Do they really? Yeah, yeah, they do. And it's usually usually involves Batmite. The uh, the he's what is he? He's like a fanboy, right? Yeah, he's he's from Dimension Z, and he's got he's from the same universe that Mister Mixius Picklick is from. And so he's just got like all these magical powers and he just fucks everything up all the time. Everybody hates him, but I love him. <laughs> Isn't he like a big Batman nerd? Yeah, yeah. And he always he always he he wants to be Batman so bad that he like bamps into Gotham City and then messes everything up for Batman <laughs> and then Batman's like you got to get out of here. <laughs> Hijinks. Interesting. I didn't know they did that. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, Christmas editions is a classic tradition of television and comic books, and this is no different. Yes, in a long way of saying, we were covering Spawn issue 39, a.k.a. Noel. And when I was reading it, I turned on some, a Christmas radio on iTunes, and the first Ooh. song was Andy Williams' Noel. Ah. 
It's like they knew. <laughs> I know. That uh that tracker that uh Jeff Bezos put in you and then you know. It was from Tim Apple. Tim, Tim Apple. Apple put it no, it was Bill Gates Bill injected Gates. That it was in, the, in the in the in the uh I got my vaccine. I got my my billionaire questionable people mixed up. I'm pretty sure we talked about Bill Gates and the vaccine last time I was on here. So I that's mean, cool. up a lot. Yeah, we we talk about it like almost every other episode. So. And 9/11 a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean 9/11 and Spawn go together like peanut butter and tiger butter. <laughs> yeah, like tiger butter. Let's talk about the the beautiful Christmas of 9/11 and how Spawn was was involved. <laughs> Spawn was supposed to be on that plane that day. Don't he was. <laughs> He, he got a phone call that out. morning and didn't go into work. It's a little, you know, who called him? <laughs> no one sketchy. knows. Hey, what are some other, what are your other, like, some other favorite Christmas or holiday-themed comic issues? I was just thinking of, I remember the, I don't think I've ever read actually the arc of this in the comics, but in Batman No Man's Land, mm. which is when Gotham gets, like, cut off from the rest of the world. It's dope. It's really good. I've read the novelization of the whole <laughs> comics. I've never read the comics, and I love that world-building. Anyway, but I just remember that it's towards the end, and I think they're finally going to like reopen Gotham to the rest of the United States of America and the world. And Joker kidnaps all the kids on Christmas Eve and has them all. And it's like the climax of the book. Yeah. That's that's the first one that came to mind for me as far as Christmas-themed episodes. Or um, Gundam Wing, Endless Waltz. I know that's not a comic book, but I mean animated, you know. Yeah. That they're like the final movie of that whole show is takes place on on Christmas. Yeah, I remember there's like a Christmas segment on Long Halloween because mm. he does all the all the holidays. The holidays, but being oh yeah, not super well versed in comics. Uh, I would say like some of my favorite Christmas things. I always like the constant on Lost. That's a takes place on Christmas Eve. Oh yeah, that is a Christmas technically a Christmas episode. So oh, I'm gonna a, watch that this year now. Yeah, we watch it usually uh, around Christmas. That's a really good one. There's a Christmas episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000 I watch a lot where they watch a movie called Santa Claus. It's from Mexico and it's like a movie about Santa Claus fighting the devil. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's really good, uh, and that's a really good episode of uh, Mystery Science Theater I watch almost every year. I like Muppet Christmas Carol. That's a movie. Oh yeah, that's, that's a classic. Be- it's best... like one. It's the best telling of that story yes. in my yes, it is. in my estimation. No cheeses for the Mises. No cheeses for us Mises. I like all the uh, Shane Black movies are good, like <laughs> Iron Man Three. Yeah, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Lethal Weapon, all mm-hmm. take place at Christmas. Which he said in an interview, someone asked him why, and he said, "Because everything's more magical at Christmas." It's true. It's true. So even a movie might as well set it at Christmas. Yeah. Batman Returns, like all Batman, the Tim Burton Batman ones. Returns. That's oh, a yeah. great Christmas movie. Edward Scissorhands. That's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Oh yeah. The Origin you know. of Snow in Florida. <laughs> I would even consider like The Force Awakens a Christmas movie because it came out at Christmas, and that's a fun one to watch. Around I always Christmas. think of Lord of the Rings because of the same thing. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. And now Spawn. Spawn's Spawn. the main one I think of. And now I will think of Spawn. Now you will. Yeah, so this is Noel. It's 39. So we're back in the kind of classic Spawn here. This is from December 1995, all the way back. Does it break y'all's brains to jump around so much in, like, timeline of Spawn? Or just just kind of like, eh. It doesn't take very much to break our brain. There's just so many of them, like. It's just such a daunting task to cover them all that, yeah, it kind of does a little bit and we forget things, but we're getting to the point now where we're kind of just on a track 
Yeah. Or we're going to be doing stuff in more sequentially because basically we were trying to catch up on all these various miniseries that existed and we have. And so now it's going to be, we're going to be a little more structured. We'll be able to do like some miniseries of like, of different ones. Like that Violator one that Bran found a number one of when they were on vacation. Nice. And brought me back. So I have a copy of that. We're going to be doing that one. And uh, yeah, it does, it does a little bit. But luckily, like in the Spawn world, even though it's been going for 25, what, 30 years almost 30, now? No, 30 yeah. years. 31 years. Oh, God. So we're going for 31 years. But what's great about it is in Spawn's world, it's probably only been about five <laughs> or six years. <laughs> yeah. So not, a lot of vamping in there where there's not a lot of big there's only a few big changes in those 31 years. Like only like one character has died permanently since the beginning of the comic. Whoa. Oh, a, a couple. Malbolgia. A couple. Wanda. I know. I know. It's okay. Two. Well, they need to bring back. What if, what if them, one of them got excommunicated and will, will never be referred to by name again. Oh yes. Yeah. Angela. Angela. That's right. Yeah. There's an angel character, Angela, that is a hell spawn hunter that Neil Gaiman created as a guest spot, but then took back. And he's now at Marvel because uh, he sold the rights to Marvel. Yeah. But the original Spawn Hunter. There was a big lawsuit about who had creative rights over the characters because there was they were jointly created. Her and Coleostro were jointly created between Todd McFarlane and Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman, like, creating the idea of the characters, but Todd McFarlane making their visual aspects. The lawsuit ultimately ended with Todd got to keep Coleostro, but Neil Gaiman got to keep Angela. And Neil Gaiman was like, fuck you, Todd. You're never using this angel again. So now she is Thor and Loki's sister. She's officially an Asgardian in the Marvel comic okay. universe. Yeah, so wait, why did Todd McFarlane and Neil Gaiman have beef? What happened there? I think it was not representing character, like those characters as being created jointly. I think Todd McFarlane oh, was okay. All the credit for them. Oh, okay, so, okay. Ultimately, I think it comes down huh. to money. Yeah, of course, always. Yeah, but there's a there's a run early in Spawn where people were dissing on Todd McFarlane, saying he couldn't write. So he said, "Fuck it, I'm going to hire Alan Moore, Frank Miller, Neil Gaiman, and the guy who does Grant Morrison, Grant Sir Grant Morrison, Cerberus, the Aardvark, whoever that guy is, Dave Sims, Dave Sims. I knew it was a name that was funny for some reason, or Dave Sim." Which Dave, one's which one's the... Dave Sims and David Sims is on blank check. Okay, okay, because I know it's yeah. it's close to really <laughs> close to close, the movie. Yeah, crew. <laughs> but yeah, so he hired like four or five well-respected comic book writers to write some issues, and in those issues, Neil Gaiman created these two characters, and then Todd just started using them and act like he created them, mm. and I guess it started some beef. I he's see. had beef. Todd's evidently a pretty bull bullheaded person because he's had some beef <laughs> with a few people over the years. Yeah, he has. <laughs> he never he's because he's he's straight edge he never takes the edge off with like you know the cocktail or anything you saying beef is his drug beef <laughs> it yeah, just injects right. his beef right into his veins there you go but the the, <laughs> the artists on this issue on noel they had a very good working relationship this is mm-hmm. greg capullo who was his main buddy for many years on this uh, comic and greg capullo went on to do batman did the court of owls batman that was really popular like 10 years ago. But Greg Capullo's great. He's really buff. He plays guitar. Yeah. He draws a lot. Yeah. he's He is a mountain of a man. um, A literal mountain. It's great. And he's got this style that's similar to Todd McFarlane's was, but like 
just different enough and just like crazy energy busting off of it as you saw in this issue but we should get into it get while into we're it. talking about the beginning of the issue here why don't we cover the credits here johnny since, or, oh, or we you have cover the credits the cover. we should cover the cover first since that's where there's one cover it's one cover it's spawn dressed as santa yeah. You don't oh, have man. the cover in yours, sorry. No, I don't. Do you can you send me a picture? Do you have it handy either? Yeah, you? I can let me send I can Google here. it also. Yeah, Googling it will be faster because that's what Googling I Googling it faster, I'll do <laughs> it. Google spawn thirty nine, it'll pop up. It's literally spawn as Santa. It's or, pretty... or Santa spawn, whichever one's easier to type. Oh yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, so Santa Spawn is the cover. Pretty iconic. It's got there's a there's a little hand down in the bottom of the bag, so it's like a Krampus sack that he has. He's dragging away the bad men. It's those guys, yeah. Which spoiler alert, I guess, but yeah, he kills them. These crooks. I wonder what he's like thinks he's doing when he ties them all up like reindeer. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, fuck it, and then throws them <laughs> off the roof. Uh, he's making it up as it goes. It's jazz, Johnny. It's jazz. It's all about the bad guys you don't tie. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the bad guys you don't kill. I do like how this cover is firmly in the the shoelace tying the face together phase. Oh yeah, you can see the shoelace. Oh yeah, what's up with that? He got his face cleaved. Some people think it was because of Batman, because Batman in one of the Batman v Spawns throws a batarang at him. Mm-hmm. But also Houdini, who was one of his villains for a little bit, <laughs> or a guy, a demon who claims to be Houdini. <laughs> Also did it. So, like, there's, like, two ways he could have got his face cleaved, and fans argue about it. But there was about a probably a 40 or 50 issue run in the 90s where he had a cleaved face and a shoelace that tied it together. And then some of his magic rubbed off on the shoelace, and his wife's daughter gets a hold of the shoelace, and it, like, protects her and weird stuff. It becomes, like, her binky. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's wild. Like, she loses it out the window while they're driving down the freeway and she makes them stop the car and find a shoelace on the side of the freeway. Hey, it's a magic shoelace. Yeah, I get it. It's wild. But yeah, it's Cleve Spawn. There's blood coming out of the sack. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. It's awesome. So you, if you have the credits, David, can you read the credits? Yeah, I will read us? the credits. It says, Image Comics presents Noel, a story by Todd McFarlane, pencils by Greg Capullo, inks by Todd McFarlane, letters by Tom Orzachowski, Orzachowski, Tomo. Uh, colors by Steve Olaf and Quinn Supley. And Ollie Optics. I guess they hired out a, a crew to do that. A special thanks to Kevin Conrad, Julia Simmons, Jeremy Johnson. I wonder if that's Kevin Conrad, Batman Kevin Conrad. That's Kevin Conroy. Conroy, okay. So it's not that guy. R.I.P. Nope. Kevin Conroy. Best Batman. Yeah. True. It, it also says this. Probably was the best Batman. Yeah, he was. He was he was the Batman who joined a soup kitchen to hand out food after 9/11. So, yeah. Yeah, the only one of them. Him and Steve, Steve Buscemi <laughs> were up there taking care of the people. Well, I would imagine that Keaton, Kilmer, Clooney <laughs> and who else was still alive? Adam West were probably all in LA, so yeah, and it's not like there you could get a flight to New York at that time. Yeah. So, Clooney Clooney needed somewhere this. to put his pig cuz he probably couldn't take his pig to Ground Zero with him. Does he famously have a pig? He famously had a pig and, like, Hmm. would refuse to take jobs if he couldn't take his pig with him. Slept in the same bed with his pig. It seems like George Clooney. He just smells like a, he smells like (laughs) leather and whiskey. And he's like, yeah, I got this pig and I love him. And he's, like, slapping it really hard. Casamigos, not whiskey. He's got his own tequila. Oh, yeah, he's drinking tequila. I forgot. That shit is good. It's too dangerous. It is good. It's a very good whiskey. 
or uh, tequila. He basically sold just the name recognition for $2 billion after it had only been a company for like a year and a half yeah, or something. Maybe it's a little longer than that, but that's still crazy. I mean, they successfully like infiltrated the market and like surpassed Patron in like five years, which is a pretty big deal. Like, yeah, that's crazy. It became the there's another nice tequila that people know. Yeah. Like, it's usually there was just the one, but yeah. it was Patron Silver for so long. And now, right. Yeah. I'm seeing pictures here too. I know John, you're such a toy boy. Uh, <laughs> there is a. It does look like there's a statue of Santa. Santa yes, Swan yeah, I made a Santa Swan. There. Sweet. I wish it was posable. It's like one of those maquette things. It looks like. Yeah. What it, is that it, called? Is there a term for that? Statue. Like, People call it statues, but like it's also statue. the time. Probably when they made it, it was probably part of that Art of the Cover series, probably. I imagine, which was like a oh. three series line where they did like exact recreations of covers, and I'm pretty sure it was that. They were basically, they were considered action figures and sold with action figures, but they basically didn't move. Like, they're basically yeah. just stand still. But the quality, um, excellent. Oh, yeah. People so used good. to bitch about it, and now and now people bitch about them because they're more... They're too articulated. again. They're yeah, too people articulated. are just going to bitch about everything. You need, you need that sweet spot between doesn't move enough and moves too much. Uh-huh. The Diablo 4 figures they just made are statues, so maybe oh, really? some of those, yeah. Excellent. What do they got? They got all uh what's her name? What's the villain of the of the first of the Oh, they the haven't made Lilith season? yet, unfortunately. Oh, Lilith, yeah. They've got three ah. of each type of class, like by colors, like so you could have like a fire sorceress, a lightning sorceress. They have like three of each kind of class, and then a blood baron, which is a big enemy, but they're making more, but I can't go down that road. <laughs> no. David, it just, oh God, David, it had the year in review on Xbox. Yeah, I played a thousand hours of Xbox. A thousand hours of Xbox? Holy crap. I don't think I've played a thousand hours of video games in my life. 600 <laughs> hours. I was going to ask, you don't really play games much anymore, right? Uh, I never all? I never played games. My mom yeah. said that they would rot our brains, so we never really got to play them. Mm. Well, it's not. Uh, inaccurate and, but 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 now they are there are like so many studies that like people who played video games are better suited for the world as it exists now like, well sure kids, kids who are really good at video games tend to grow up to be better at like surgery because surgery is all semi-robotic now yeah or uh flying drones and blowing up a yamini wedding you know yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. That that's a good way to make us military. Proud. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm ruining families. Oh, God. I did feel like I was a better driver because I was good at video games. I believe that. I felt like I it was easier that. to learn. That's a that's a slippery Just a bigger slope controller, to go down, Johnny. Because I've known a lot of people who who claim that they're better drivers when they're drunk. So. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Not good. I know I'm a worse Halo player when I'm really drunk. Yes. I used to work with this guy from Russia who said you had to be drunk to be able to accurately avoid all the potholes. Because if you <laughs> if you have all your faculties, then you're just like all the time. But if you're drunk, okay. you're just like naturally meandering. And you're like looser. So if you get in a car wreck, you know, your body like it seems like a very Russian but, thing, but Russian he, attitude to take. He also had like a microwave and a toaster set up in his van so he would cook himself breakfast while he was driving to work from the suburbs so he could spend Whoa. less time with his children in the morning. <laughs> oh, God. Was this your current job? <laughs> no, no, this was this was several jobs ago. <laughs> okay. Oh. oh, boy. Yeah. Fun times. Fun times. Yeah, I watch a lot of random dash cam videos on YouTube. There's a lot from Russia. Oh, yeah. There the... sure are. <laughs> <laughs> 
meteors crashing and like some vehicle that shouldn't work that's flying down the road at 90 yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. Apparently there's a lot of Russian specific uh, dash cams because it's very hard to file a auto uh, insurance claim without. Yeah. So like everybody so has everybody's them. just mm-hmm. always recording just so they can oh, okay. get reimbursed for whatever they need. Very exciting. Should put one on my bicycle. <laughs> that's a good call. That would be good. I, I just wear Google Glass all the time. So <laughs> oh, there you go. That was supposed to be. Everybody was supposed to have those by now, and it just like yeah, it was it like three for like months, six months. And then, yeah, not yeah. No one wanted to be a glass hole. <laughs> no, but he wanted to be a glass hole. All right, so we've got a previously on in the the front matter of this hoopla issue, Johnny. Okay. What does it. it say? So so first off, this issue is dedicated to Phyllis Capullo, who is Greg Capullo's mom. Previously on, it's Spawn number 39, Prelude. For the first time in his existence, Spawn feels he has no purpose. He is spinning aimlessly, not knowing where to stop. The once clear target has disappeared. The mysterious hobo Coliostro made Spawn see that Jason Wynn was just a small pawn in a very large game. Until the true enemy is revealed, unknown random victims will fill the emptiness. So here he goes. We got some unknown random victims. That's yeah. pretty accurate. Yeah. Ooh, Johnny. Larry Martyr used to be the executive director for Image Comics. So bring in there Larry, he is. Bring in Our Larry friend. Martyr back. Very exciting. Director of Creative Development is Terry Fitzgerald, and graphics coordinator is Julia Simmons. Man, there are like the credits go below the little the the fine print with the the copyright information on it. So many credits on this page, Johnny. So many credits. But after the credits, we open on Harlem, New York, on Christmas Eve. A snowstorm, a snowy scene, and this kid, Gregory. Gregory. Hmm. I, I do like the faint, the faint sounds of Christmas music sirens and the odd gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a, I mean, it is a uh, 90s view of New York told by a Canadian man. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. But yeah, Gregory's just housing snowballs left and right. Because yeah. they're his favorite. I love how, how childlike is. He promises he won't get sick. <laughs> like, I promise. I promise. I'll get my faculties under control. <laughs> Great hair on the mom and daughter here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, like, the daughter's haircut is is back. That kind of undercut and swoop diddy swoop diddy spikiness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's she's good. Like, she's, like, pretty cool. She's like an extra on Ed, Ed, and Eddie or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Little Gregory's hair looks like he stole it from a ventriloquist dummy. He kind of just looks like a ventriloquist dummy, period. <laughs> Those like yeah. perfect little cheeks yeah. and the eyeball and his eyes, especially the bottom of the next page. Yeah. He's just like where he's getting his cheek pinch. Yeah. I'm gonna say it. Gregory's kind of a little shit. <laughs> yeah, he's a little he's just he's like five year old. No, he's just shit. like he's just he's a little stinker. He's not a stinker, he's just like I'm like he needs to get, get a dose of the real world. <laughs> He's living in a fantasy land. Too innocent. <laughs> hey, at least he doesn't. I was just waiting for, and I know we'll get to it, but I was waiting for him to like fuck up in some way and get Nadine in trouble. And I was thrilled that Nadine got away with going to the party. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah I know that was a good. That was a good trick. That was, mm-hmm. that was a good twist. If if this if this were about my family. And I were Gregory and my sister were Nadine. Nadine totally would have gotten in trouble. I was a little narc. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I was the Nadine in the in the dynamic here. <laughs> so I was the one being like, you're fine. You're to my younger sibling. 
Yeah, yeah I, um, my my brother didn't really do much bad stuff. I was probably worse than my brother, so. But I also didn't really do any bad stuff after he had left for college, so. So you're saying you're the you're the Gregory in this instance, huh, Jenny? Oh, I'm the you're, Gregory. You're a little yeah. you're a little shit. You just keep your mouth shut but get into trouble. <laughs> yep. With my big old wet, glossy brown eyes. <laughs> so glossy. Basically, mom's got to go to another job. She can't afford a babysitter. Yeah. So Nadine, of course, got to watch the kid. But she's got she's got two jobs, and she's doing the dishes before she leaves for a second job, and Nadine does nothing but pout. Come on, Nadine. Do some fucking dishes. Do the dishes. I mean, she's like 13. She's not going to do dishes. <laughs> or, or if she does dishes, you got to do them again, because... Also, this job, like, is cleaning someone's house on Christmas Eve while they have a party. Who the fuck are these rich assholes hiring somebody to do this? Can't wait till the next day. <laughs> no, they can't. They can't. Do you see this toilet brand? This toilet can't wait a day. It's like marble and gold. It looks painful. Right. It looks painful to shit on. It does look really uncomfortable. My, my, my ass cheeks are like freezing just looking at this and thinking oh, yeah. about having to sit on it also she's using like dish soap in it well it does say 409. Up 409 okay yeah. it just looks kind of like a dish soap bottle yeah it's just a weird bottle i do like when she shows up at the rich people's house like her her haircut's like just covered in snow it's like oh it's yeah like i love that <laughs> mm-hmm. she's completely snow covered it's great she's like an abominable snowman Man, she's just working hard. She's like a working hard. She works hard for the money. 90s single mom. Shout out to my mom. My mom was a hard working 90s single mom. Hell yeah. Yep. Shout out to Mama Fisher. She didn't scrub toilets, but she worked in the kindergarten, nope. so she just as bad. She probably did <laughs> yeah. scrub toilets, actually. She probably did. She, probably <laughs> she, would, did. she would probably have strangled somebody for all the shits to be in the toilet. <laughs> I remember a good story is once they put in those, most of the kids were afraid of the automatic flushing thing they put in. So like none of her, the year they put it in, none of her kids would use the fucking bathroom because they were terrified of the automatic flushing. They they were like new and they had never seen it before. They're in kindergarten and it was like, ah, it yells at me. Yeah, it's like, uh, and I think that this is totally just like white people bullshit, but it's like the old uh, wives' tale of like, oh, they thought photos would steal your soul <laughs> if you, if you know, like in indigenous oh, people yeah. thought that. And I don't think that that's true, like I said, but that's similarly, the kids just thought the automatic flusher would steal their soul if they, if it flushed without them knowing. Or would like suck them into it. Cause I have a feeling that, that yeah. like if you were Gregory and you've got a, 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 a sister like Nadine, she would be like, you know, those things, they'll just, they'll just suck you in it and you'll be thrown into the sewer. Nadine's like totally nineties, like crush his name is named Brad. And it reminds right. her of someone in a jeans commercial. That's like the most nineties crush. <laughs> do you ever. do you know what the reference is there, Johnny? Brad Pitt? Pitt. No, no. Uh for the, the guy in the Lee Jeans ad. Um is that Mark Wahlberg? No. Rob Liefeld was in a Lee Jeans commercial where he he like shoves a big sock down it to make it like you see him shove the sock down so he has a big package. But that's a reference to Rob Liefeld in the Lee Jeans commercial why is rob liefeld in a lee jeans ad that's crazy because he was he was a fucking rock star in the early 90s i guess so he made cable yeah bishop so oh leave it was levi's i I just found it Oh, it was levi's dang it i'm gonna put it in the chat it's only 30 seconds we should watch it spike lee directed this commercial by the way (laughs) oh really (laughs) what So I see it and then look down. Levi, 
Or just open it and say fly button. I guess there are more than one. He doesn't shove the socks in this. Okay, one. maybe I was maybe I was conflating it with something. Because I think he only did the one. He's playing himself, to be fair. Yeah, he is. Still bizarre. <laughs> the Spike Man. I'd read the Spike Man. And you created X-Force? <laughs> X-Verse. Very exciting. I like that it was the Regis and Kathy Lee advertisement before it. R.I.P. Yeah, Regis. Totally. He does look at his fly. Maybe that's yeah, he what you're thinking of. Yeah. I think, I think that's what I was remembering. That's funny. There's a lot of shit just like mashed together in my brain. I don't remember what's what anymore. That's crazy that you knew that reference, Dave. Yeah. How did you know that? How did you know that? You just remember that? Yeah. Yeah. It's damn. It's a thing. It's a thing that doesn't leave. <laughs> I wish I could remember, you know, useful things, but no, it's bullshit. Forget your mother's face, but you'll remember <laughs> Rob Liefeld in a commercial with Spike Lee. Yeah, definitely. The Spike Man. The spike, the spike man. man. I love this detail on her when she's pushing in the videotape of just her like her, her nails being nails. fucked up. Yeah. Her chipped nails. I love that. <laughs> As a person that's whose nails are frequently chipped like that. And she yeah. puts in a Rudolph video and is basically like, I'm going to this party. I'm gonna go meet up with Rob Liefeld's jeans. I love I love that they've got <laughs> the automatic rewind VCR. That's pretty dope. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think we ours did that, but then it would just stop. It wouldn't just keep playing. Oh, it. she does say that he has to he has to press play. Oh, oh, he has to push play. Yeah, okay. Ours great. never had the the automatic rewind function. And we can Bibsy. He's called Bibsy because he needs a bib. <laughs> that, that sounds like me. I still am a horrible mess. Always, I ate kind of like Cookie Monster, <laughs> where most of it went around me instead of not in me. your mouth yeah <laughs> i always liked someone that had the confidence of wearing like a nice suit a nice restaurant just putting <laughs> the fucking bib in and being like i'm wearing the bib i love to go Hell into yeah. red lobster because red lobster always had the bibs uh-huh <laughs> i think depending on the food it's appropriate yeah. you know if it's like if you're like eating at a crab boil place you, yeah, know, you got to get a bib oh yeah at the crab boil you just like tuck the tablecloth in so that way it... <laughs> yeah, perfect exactly all right it's like, the, is that the messiest food you can eat? I mean, wings are pretty messy, but I feel like, like crawfish. Yeah, I think that would be kind of thing. Because you really gotta get in there. You gotta get in there. You gotta suck on the head. You know. I remember the first time I, I loved lobster, but I'd always have like lobster tail. One time I went to a restaurant, I ordered a lobster. A that's a lot lobster. of fucking work. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I just, love it. Just ordering a lobster. That's like goddamn. Mm-hmm. Same thing with crab legs. You gotta get in there. And then watch out for the poop. <laughs> yup. Or just go for it, you know. Just, yeah. Eat the poop. Just eat, eat it. Eat the poo-poo. Eat it. So what? He watches the movie. I love this panel of, like, behind. It's, like, the most wholesome Spawn panel ever drawn. Yes. Of him watching the TV with the Christmas tree, you know, and, like, leaning back. Yeah. Yeah, ask it looks him, like it's the Rankin him. and Bass one, huh? Yeah, it is. I never had any affinity for any of those. I really? never liked them. They always seem slow to me. Oh, I've, yeah, I think they're slow I've, too. I fucking love Yukon <laughs> Cornelius. If you can't, if you can't tell, I'm modeling myself after Yukon Cornelius these days. Okay. Um, I will say that the Ice Miser song is a banger. That's what oh, I yeah. was about to oh, say yeah. too. Speaking of uh, Batman movies, also <laughs> that's uh, oh, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger as the Mister Freeze has his whole group of minions sing that in. Yeah. What is that, Batman and Robin? Yeah, yeah, we, that comes up. David loves Batman. And oh Robin. man, it's, I do it's a good too. Movie. I'm a fan. It's a good... it's, I, I, let's release the Schumacher cut. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Do it. So, Ice Miser and Heat Miser are the sons of Mother Earth. So technically, they could appear in Spawn. Oh, like Gaia. World. So oh Gaia yeah. Could be the... 
<laughs> that, I think spawn kill. Maybe that'll happen. And because last time I was on here, we talked about spawn kills every spawn that's coming out. Yeah. Uh, has that come out yet? No. no. It hasn't. And then and we were and you were talking about spawn kills every one, which he, where he kills. Yeah. Yeah, with Link. The everybody. He kills George Clooney. Yeah. Um, yeah. And maybe voice. they could show up in one of those, you know. He kills the the heat miser and the ice miser. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I, did Rankin and Bass, did they do the animated Hobbit as well? Yeah, they did. That's Rankin and Bass? And the, okay. and the animated Lord of the Rings condensed film thing. Yes. Very yeah, creepy. Like, Creepiest Gollum ever. Holy shit. He is creepy. I've never seen that one. I've seen their Hobbit. It's only like 90 minutes long, yeah. isn't it? It's really short for the whole, and it's all three. So I, I do like the detail that the TV is on Channel 3. I miss the Ox in or Channel 3 options. Yep, Very you gotta exciting. be on it. Gotta be on Uh-huh. And then you've got Bibsy's here just like... He's talking to the TV. <laughs> talking to the TV. He says Rudolph's the coolest, which is funny. Yeah, I never associate Rudolph with being like a cool guy. He's kind of a loser, right? That's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't oh, let poor Rudolph on, join any reindeer games. He's an outcast, like Spawn. And that special, his dad's basically like, this boy's got a red nose. He's a sissy. I need to man him up. And it's like, oh, Ugh. hold on there, Rudolph's dad. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. Might as well be wearing heels and a skirt. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. <laughs> they should have been checking their liquor cabinet with that red nose. He's probably <laughs> taking a little sips. Yeah, He's totally. stealing the special nog. Yeah. <laughs> I like the little snowman with the red nose on top of the... On top of the VCR, yeah, that's real good. I think I it think is. It is peaceful, like falling asleep Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. There's something as a kid. There's what I would always watch, which is weird, is I would watch the Midnight Mass <laughs> from the Vatican because they always showed it on TV. Oh, so I like on NBC they would show that at midnight. So I'd usually fall asleep to that on Christmas. I was I was usually at Midnight Mass, like proper. Really? So, yeah. Because we were Catholic, and it could we could it was either we stay awake and do it Christmas Eve, or we wake up early and go Christmas Day. And no, you no, don't want to go nope. Christmas no, Day. No, no, no. I got cinnamon anything rolls that to stands eat. between yeah, and and anything that stands on Christmas Day between like you and opening presents yeah, is no. a, a non-starter no, as a kid. Happen. Get it out! Get of it out of here! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we went as a, in Southern Baptist home. We went Christmas Eve, but it was at like five o'clock or six. Right, that's what we always did. Yeah. But it was still somehow longer than a normal service. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Just because the preacher would start talking and just not stop talking. Like, dude, we're all trying to get out of here. When everything took longer because there's like six times as many people that are usually there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. CEOs. Yep. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Easter only. <laughs> Instead of having like a special Christmas Christmas service, they have a regular service with just like a Christmas service in the middle of it. So it's it's full, full yeah. service. Plus that extra bit in the middle. <laughs> it's like going to a David, Catholic David, were you wedding. Catholic then? Yeah. yeah. Full on Catholic, not Catholic light like Johnny. Yeah, no. I was Catholic light, baby. Yeah. Episcopal, yeah. <laughs> Full on. Anglican Catholic. church everywhere but America is what that's called. <laughs> yeah, basically. I always felt bad for my poor mom because like we'd wake up at like 530 and be like, can we open presents? She's like, no. She's probably been <laughs> yeah, asleep for like, like four hours. back to sleep. <laughs> I know. And then the, eventually the rule is we could open our stockings whenever we got up, but mm. we had to wait until. For everybody for the presents. Yeah. For the present mm -hmm. was eventually the rules. Yeah. That's fair. That's, that's That fair. was a rule we had too. And then ominously the little snowman on top of the VCR like the bulb pops out. This is yeah, like pops out. This is the most anxious snowman I've ever seen. 
He looks like he's hiding. <laughs> he looks like he's witnessing a murder and has to pretend he knows that he's, what's coming. <laughs> he's inanimate, so they don't kill him too. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's a big crunch on the ceiling. Uh, what is that? We get the opening reading, but we see we see there's a little bit of dramatic. He irony looks like here. a cupid. He looks like, like a. <laughs> he looks like some kind of like mascot, like in that picture yeah. with his head floating. This like page that. is terrifying. I know it's, so <laughs> it's just disembodied head. Well, look, and the he background does. He just very like some much. Lines. Yeah, it looks yeah, like a, it, it looks like, like the a door paneling jam. Paneling of his apartment or the door jam? Yeah, there's no paneling in his. He's apartment. He's just sticking so. his head out, going woo. <laughs> Yeah, it's very scary. He does. It looks like a mascot head. Yeah. That's totally what it looks yeah. like. Yeah, it does. But he thinks it's the little helpers, but it's it's some criminals with bags it's with some money crooks. signs on them. Hell yeah. <laughs> some classic like bandits. Just on Christmas Eve, causes some trouble. Probably went and robbed the register at Macy's. Is that the plot of Home Alone 2? I think it is. Yeah. I think that's what they tried to Christmas do. Christmas Eve, is they try to rob. Well, rob it wasn't Macy's. Macy's or it's not Macy's. Store. It's, it was the toy store. Yeah, it's like it's a. It's F.A.O. Schwartz. Right. Or maybe it's like a fake. It's like a, well, it's like a mix. It's like but a rip off of Schwartz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's also right next to a giant abandoned factory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he turns into the, he turns into a fucking saw factory. Hostile. Yeah. An Eli Roth. <laughs> yeah. Film. Yeah. Oh man! But those sticky bandits—they just this can't leave that so kid sticky. alone. Yeah. Sure make you feel old too. They're supposed to be like thirty-two. <laughs> oh man. In that movie. The sticky bandits are. Oh boy. This is speaking of sticky bandits. This is funny to me, and maybe like you know, I haven't read a bunch of a much Spawn, especially that's this early on. Like this is what episode thirty nine or issue thirty nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I don't associate Spawn with just like snagging common criminals off a rooftop very often. He was oh, he, just he does that it a lot. Bored? Yeah. Oh, does he? Okay, okay. But yeah. then later on, he just gets more cosmic and doesn't isn't as concerned about yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Got it. Got in the early days, he did a lot of street level crime stuff, and there was like crime syndicates. But in the last, I'd say after like issue like one hundred, one fifty, it kind of went away a little bit. Got it. It, it it's kind of like in between large story arcs, they'll just have like him beating up some punks on the street, just lost in his own thoughts, and then something will some new gigantic yeah. baddie will come at him. The new difference now is that now, even if he's beating up random criminals, you find out that they were demons <laughs> or angels. Like, sure, seriously. sure, sure. Because, like, sometimes they're weird. Todd McFarlane's weirdly obsessed with the logic of it, and he's like, we'll beat up a bunch of guys and be like, luckily they're demons, so their bodies will disappear. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> okay. okay. Good job. These guys stole a, a, a Humvee from... <laughs> Uh, the impound lot. Oh, but they turned out to be, uh, you know, a fallen angel or something. No, so it's cool. Yeah, that's, that's, that's hilarious. That's what were those angels doing? You know, like you're stealing a Humvee. You don't have something better to do. Almost exactly like that one King Spawn issue where it's the dude driving a car real fast because he has a brain they stole. They stole a brain. Whoa. That's pretty. Now that is a demon crime. Yeah. Stealing a brain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Robin F.A.O. Schwartz. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, these aren't these are just regular '90s Spawn villains. Just the reason that piano was so large is because it was God's piano, and they gotta Whoa. they gotta steal the holy piano. Nine foot concert grand Steinway. <laughs> this is a badass Spawn though. Oh yeah, that's cool. He's got his chin sticking out. He looks pissed. Yeah, that big old right foot, the big gauntlet. These guys don't know what to do. They're just <laughs> that one guy's just like ah. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I love that guy. He's like, oh fuck. We are fucked. We've only got like a thousand dollars in these bags. We're so fucked. Not we couldn't have it. that much money in those cash bags, you know? 
Yeah. Not much at all. It's probably mostly quarters and nickels, too. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's just a bag of change. <laughs> but with inflation, you know, from the 90s, this was it was worth a lot more then. But I like how they're they're getting beat up. So Greg's Greggy's just like gotta gotta get these snowballs over to the Santa table. <laughs> you said this came out ninety six, ninety five, ninety five. This issue, I just want to see what the biggest Christmas toy of nineteen ninety five was. Ooh, let me guess. Um, oh yeah, that you was might that know. was pre Tickle Me Elmo. I know that it was pre Tickle Me Elmo by was a few it? years, by at least one or two years. Ninety seven. I was in fifth grade. I feel oh. like. I don't know. 96 was Tickle Me Elmo. Okay. 96? Damn. 97 is the Nintendo 64. Oh, damn. Oh, right. What was 95? I don't know. Well, we've got Sky Dancers and Baby All Gone, which no clue what those are. Oh, Sky Dancers, you like... Sky Dancers is like the flying Barbie kind of... Not Barbie, but yeah. Baby All Gone, probably ate food. And then the the big three are a lot more familiar. We've got Beanie Babies. Oh, Oh, of course. That was the first year of Beanie Babies. Pogs. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fucking Pogs. And then the PlayStation 1 oh. came out in 1995. So oh, wow. PlayStation. Think about that. Sony PlayStation. Man. Wow. Playing Twisted Metal. Spawn, Spawn should have been a character on Twisted Metal, like a bonus. Oh, he fits very well. He yeah. fit very oh, well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess that like Sweet Tooth, that's the name of the yeah. ice cream guy, yeah. right? Ice cream clown. Sweet Tooth and the clown are a little too similar, you know? Yeah. There was, so in the Kinda early close. 90s Spawn line, they did have a Spawn mobile that they made for the early toy line. Oh, hell So he totally yeah. could have been in that. Yeah. It had like a, what is it where there's like a ramp on the front that's like for ramming? Oh, like, yeah. a, like a cattle like a cattle guard. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. And then they had like the skeletal version that was the violator mobile. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. They need to, they of need course to, they had a Spawn car. They need to do Spawn pod racing. That's what they need to do. Yeah, we were so we said on yeah. one episode we kind of like made up a Spawn Mario Kart game that would be fun. Spawn Kart. Everything needs a kart racer. Everything. I agree. Every- yeah. Succession. Um, <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon. Anything with more than like eight characters needs a kart racer. I, I'm here for that. The Lost Kart Racer. Yeah. Or you can just do like HBO All Stars. You can have like Tony Soprano throw. Oh yeah, there you go. Cigars. He drives his red suburban. <laughs> Instead of throwing bananas, he throws slices of gabagool. No, I think he just shoots people. <laughs> yeah, he would just shoot them. <laughs> he, he just has a gun. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty sick. Yeah, he, he uh, there's a little fun juxtaposition. He's like, oh, I wonder, Rudolph me, Rudolph's big red nose. And then the guy gets smacked in the nose. Yeah. Uh-huh. Awesome. I like how there's just like that that like single like line thing down the middle. It's fun. Yeah, it's interesting. The, the background, background. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It just adds one more element of depth to the page. It's good. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if not, it would just feel a little... A little flat. Yeah, totally. I also like how this issue is so unconcerned with not only any sort of context of where these guys are coming from and what's what happened prior to this with Spawn and these, these like, ordinary crooks, but also, like... Not even really concerned with any of the geography of the battle. It's just about the like, the gag of like, oh, it sounds like a reindeer and its chains, and it's oh, it sounds like they're bumping. I hope his nose is red because it's foggy out there and yeah. his face. Or, you know. or oh, it's one of the helpers. Stuff. I better run to bed real quick. Yeah. I used to do that. Better pretend I'm asleep. I used to do that, like sneak down the hallway and be like, oh, I see somebody. I gotta run before they see me. As if, 
as if I were actually being sneaky. <laughs> they need to teach some kid about some stranger danger, though, because you see someone on your back fire escape. You're not supposed to think it's Santa's helper. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, he, he I think this kid, I think old Bibsy here, Greggy, is supposed to be like four or five. I right? He's pretty little. But still, you know, I don't know. It's not supposed to be alone, I suppose, is really what it is. Yeah. So we can put yeah, Mavis really firmly at the feet of Nadine. Yeah, thanks a lot, Nadine. Hanging out with Brad. But she's got to go make out with, with uh, Liefeld or yeah, whatever. Yeah, with Rob Liefeld. <laughs> I do like how the when the guy falls on the fire escape, he's got the little twinkle stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. I like how his nose just fits through the grate, too. It's just funny. <laughs> and then he ends up hanging upside down, dropping a little bit of cash yeah. out of the bag. Yeah, that's hmm. that's that's Chekhov's wad of bills there. Totally. <laughs> One time I found a $20 bill like blowing against the fence, like slapped straight against Whoa. it. And I was like the Is that in, my, in Chicago? Yeah. In yeah. my in my front in my backyard, it was just there and like every time I go to that spot now I look to see if there's a $20 bill. <laughs> so so you're like you're like when a dog finds half a pizza in a bush, has to always yes. check that bush. Yeah, it might be the pizza bush. It might be the twenty dollar bill fence. I get that. I get that. There was there was once like a whole twenty four pack of uh, what was it Coors Light on a <laughs> next to a street light near work once, and I always I always am like, is there gonna be beer there again? <laughs> Great. And I love this because like I'm just trying to he like I'm just trying to figure out how this goes. He like shoots the gun and the the casings are flying out, and then he gets smacked so hard the gun like spins around. Yeah. Yeah, and turns backward. Turns backward. He smashes him into the chimney. Now, as a full-ass adult who has to pay a mortgage, I cringe a little bit at the sight of a chimney being knocked over because you know how much a chimney costs the fucking Oh, it's going to... Well, these these folks definitely do not own this building. Oh. They are renting, oh, yeah. so it's but the landlord's that, problem, that so land, fuck it. That landlord's not going to fucking do anything. Nope. Also, how's the real Santa gonna get down the chimney now? Yeah. Oh my God. Magic. He, he's he's got he's got nose magic. <laughs> don't you don't you know? Cocaine. <laughs> nose magic. Oh yeah, because he he wrinkles his nose. Yeah. Don't didn't you see the Santa Claus with with everyone's yeah, he puts favorite his, like his finger out? next to his nose? Yeah. The last oh, man yeah. standing. If there's not a chimney, you make a chimney. He's the last man standing, you know what I mean? You're SWAT He's the only one that will say anything <laughs> real anymore. He is the last man standing. <laughs> that new, there's a new season of like the Santa Clauses and oh. Tracy Jordan or no, Tracy Morgan, Tracy sorry. Morgan. Yeah. Plays like the Easter Bunny and he's fucking terrifying looking. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I love Tracy Morgan though. <laughs> yeah, I, I do, do too, too, but like. That show has another season? Of course it does. Yeah, and Elizabeth Mitchell, Juliet, is in it. Yeah, she's been she in it since the, the Santa second. Claus lady. Yeah, she's the Mrs. Claus. Yeah, she's in the second movie. She's in the second movie. She's been in every bit of it since then. That's so weird. And the kid for the her. Same. The kid is the same kid from the first movie. That's what about Bernard? Crazy. Is Bernard the same? The elf? Yeah, is David Crumholtz still there? <laughs> he I, David Crumholtz took a break a from. Character. He looks a little different these days. Yes, he does. He was great in Oppenheimer, though. Oh, he was amazing. He was really good in Oppenheimer. I need to watch. He's that Tim again. Allen's understudy these days, though. Yeah, he would be. We love him. We love him that he still has work and is uh, he was a great guy in the 90s and great Even today. with his weird dreadlocks as the elf. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does have, he has like 90s <laughs> dreadlocks. Like, yeah. right. Dreads, yeah. He's trying to be super cool. It's like surfer kid or skater kid. Right. Skater kid elf. Bibsy's like, oh, shit. 
<laughs> I left the milk in the kitchen. So he's gotta go get it. He's gotta go get the milk. Also, it's snowing so hard. It they is. are covered in snow in like the second they hit the ground. Cause then he tight chains them all up and flies away. But like this this panel at the top here, they're just <laughs> they're so covered in snow. Yeah. All over his head, like his nose is covered in snow. Although I guess I guess that guy, out. maybe the since that's the guy that got thrown against the chimney, maybe the chimney snow. Maybe fell it all fell on him. Oh yeah, you're the right. Other, no, the other guys don't look me. anywhere near as covered. This is this is a good this is a good little action panel of Gregory running down the hall. And his yeah. Little, his little, yeah. His little lumpy socks. <laughs> I also love his reflection down at the bottom here. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His little like half reflection. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Spawn's like. He's taking, like, some TV antennas and some other shit, and, like, we don't necessarily see what he's doing, but he's making, like, some kind of street art or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's tying him up with this metal. He's in his sculpture era. Yeah. He ties him up. We get some great zoom in on these guys' faces, just, like, freaking out. Yeah. Yeah, this two-page, this page turn here is pretty great. <laughs> oh, wow! He's <yeah>. got <laughs> the full, full spawn. You got, uh... The guy looks like the guy in the front looks like fucking Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that little um, bitty tongue. And then the I love the how when it pulls back, it looks it looks like the sleigh and the reindeer. But it's actually Spawn just chucking these guys to their death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or flying them to the moon. I'm a little unclear. I think where he's just chucking them. He like this. just tied them up and just threw them off the fucking <laughs> roof. Chunked them. <laughs> That seems pretty spawny. we don't spawny. see them land. That's no, it. we don't see the rest of them. We just see him again in a bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. A little, little, little Gregory runs to the tree to see what Santa left for his mom. We, we did skip over the, the dream he was having before he was woken up, was that he was dreaming that his mom got the one gift that she wanted so much it made her cry. But then he notices that there's no more presents, and he's, he's sad because he says, he says Santa forgot them. I got, yeah. I got really sad at this part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be sad. I'm very lucky and always had a good Christmas. I would imagine it would not be fun to be a kid that didn't get any presents. Yeah. Now we're just, now I'm just really sad. <laughs> the Tom the O little tiny letters just, like, brings it home so hard. Yeah. Got us. Go. The tiny, tiny, don't go up on the top of the page. He He runs to the window something and opens the sash don't worry santa spawn claus left you a fat stack santa claus rudolph come back please don't go don't go you forgot my mommy's present oh god it's so sad <laughs> it's so sad except but, but then Chekhov's what of what of bill shows back up yeah i wonder how much is in a uh stack of 20s 20s let's google it yeah. it should be a uniform thing right i thought it was i thought it was like 1000 yeah i think it's a thousand bucks that was going to be my guess 2000 2000 2000 hell yeah nice 2000 bucks that's like that's like what? uh 10 million dollars <laughs> in 1995 <laughs> yeah. money now yeah. <laughs> yeah totally so it's like 100 120s in there that's cool that's good. Yeah, it's two million. You could buy. Uh, you could go to college in 1995 <laughs> for $2,000. You could uh, down payment on a house. Right at Yale. What's <laughs> funny, though, is like video games and VCRs were way more expensive yeah. comparatively. Oh, yeah, because yeah. the price basically hasn't changed. Yeah, they've been $60 since like the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the Sony PlayStation, I think that that came out and was like 300 bucks retail. Man. Woo! 
I think you could Damn. still buy a PS1 for 300 bucks. Oh, you for sure can. <laughs> and so so he goes and he <laughs> he wraps the money up, <laughs> which is great. He he wraps a better present than I ever have. And, and he's only five years old. I'm a bad rapper. I'm a terrible rapper. Wanda's always like, no, you, no, don't, no, let me do it. <laughs> and I'm like, but you at least your wrap gift. presents for her. Oh, no, not even for her. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, no. I do love this this top thing. I want this just isolated where he's like backlit and holding the wad of cash with snow dripping off it and says, I knew it. Oh, thank you, Santa. Thank you. Just that <laughs> image is so out of context is awesome. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> Santa's just giving out fat wads. Just caption that with any any meme format you want, yeah. pretty much, you know? Yep. And then he just he just like sits under the tree <laughs> staring at it with his big old fucking eyes. <laughs> This is so cool. Look at that little guy. Look at him. His hair is all like nice and neat now. He looks like an angel. <laughs> a little cherubic. A little Cheshire child. cat. Yeah, he's got a good part, a good side part going here. Uh huh. Which is incredible for having been asleep. And then the next two pages have more words than any <laughs> other part of this comic. Yes, yeah. this is where the Todd Father unleashes <laughs> it. So basically, he they spend all the money on everyone in the building mm-hmm. to have a big party. All 2000 bucks. That way they get a, a good reminder of what the reason of the season is, and it's to be nice to each other. Poinsettias, right? Those are poinsettias? Yeah. Poinsettias. Poinsettia. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, Christmassy. And you got a bugle down there. They're talking about how it's it's a time to be with family and ones you love, and we've got Wanda and Terry and Cyan, and we've got Sam and Twitch. That's the happiest yeah. I've ever seen Sam. Holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's got a donut with a bow on it. <laughs> I saw Terry and Wanda and Cyan, but I didn't notice the other two until just now when I'm looking at it. Well, and the third one is Bobby and Bootsy, who are two unhoused folks. Oh, man. Two friendly, two friendly local drunks that show up all the time. Yes. No, exactly. It's exactly what they are. One of them turns out to be an angel, yeah. and one of them it turns gets like banished from the alley for being an alcoholic. You never see him again. Yeah, because no. because Bootsy Bootsy goes back to heaven, and then he's like, "But my my only friend in the world is gone." It's That's a, it's a sad ending for Bobby. Oh boy. Yeah, they're like Spawn's buddies at this time, but they I think in about probably the next ten issues or so they kind of disappear. But in the early days when Spawn was very street level and lived in the alley, he'd hang out with all the homeless folks and yeah. And then they built and... him they built him the throne that he's actually sitting on here. The th- cool. the throne the made of page. dead bodies. <laughs> dead bodies <laughs> and trash. Dude, this boy is just trash. <laughs> the dead bodies don't really come until later. It's a wild commentary on what these guys have lived through when they just see body parts and they're like, eh, we'll, we'll put them in this chair for a guy who wears a Halloween costume all year. And then after all the joy of that, we get sad again with Spawn being morose and all sad by himself. Looking at pictures. He got the picture of Wanda and Cyan and he's like covering, covering up his face. Like, <laughs> Poor Spawn. Sad. Yeah. Poor Spawn. He's all alone. Good old Al. Good old Al. But yeah, that's that's Noel. That's Noel. That's spawn number 39. People are jacking up the price on eBay trying to get $45 for this issue. Oh, it's just the holiday markup, you know. No, exactly. That's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah. So we're at looking like Buy the it. middle of the middle of June or something. Yeah, exactly. So Johnny, this issue is missing a very, very wonderful holiday trope that I I feel is very close to my heart. It is missing the present that is a dog with a bow on it. Despite that, I think we need to rate this puppy. It's time to rate the puppy. 
So yeah, this is a classic Spawn Christmas issue. I really enjoyed it. I think the Greg Capullo art's great, just like the details on the faces and everything. And it's just like a fun, one-off, wholesome Christmas story. And it's like Bran said, it's fun how you don't really get much context with Spawn or what he's up to, or he doesn't have any dialogue. It's just the kid's point of view. But I can imagine this would be a fun issue to get at 1995. So I'm gonna give it five. I'm gonna give it five snowballs. Nice. The candy kind. The... <laughs> or the cookie kind. The cookie kind. The edible yeah. kind. Although I guess you can eat snowballs. You can eat snowballs. Just watch out where the huskies go and don't <laughs> eat, eat the yellow, yellow snow. snow. <laughs> but but in a pinch, you can use that yellow snow as a weapon. You know, grind it into your attacker's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah? I guess so. Yeah. I never thought about that. Well, it's, it's, it's in the, the follow-up song to the song you're referring to. The next track on the album. Oh, yeah, right up. Yeah, he goes, and he bent down, and he scooped down. Yeah, yeah that's right. Because he's beating up a guy who, uh, he's beating up the guy who clubbed his baby seal in the head. What is this? Uh, on that Frank Zappa song, watch out where the huskies go, and don't you eat that yellow snow. Oh, man. Yeah. It's I a, forgot about that it's one. It's old Frank Zappa song, and yeah, he, uh-huh. he, he, used, he, he fights a fur trapper with yeah. the snow. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Because he was beating on a baby seal. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then they go they go to a pancake breakfast afterward. Is that yeah, they go to Alfonso's Pancake Alfonso's House. Pancake. <laughs> yeah, kind of that album, kind of every song leads into the next one. Is that the one that's got Montana on it, where at the end of it, he's like, I'm moving to Montana. I'm going to go sell dental supplies. He's going to grow thing? himself some dental floss. Yeah. I love that song, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think it might be that same Montana album. Soon. Very exciting. Well, zirconium-encrusted tweezers <laughs> in my hand. <laughs> so, so, Brian, what do you think of this? What do you think of this one? I thought it was fun. I think it's goofy. Like I was saying earlier, I love, especially in the 90s, I feel like every piece of media had to have a Christmas issue or episode that was that was sort of a one-off and, you know, tangential, tangent, however you say that yeah. word, tangential? Tangential. tangential? Yeah. yeah, sure. To uh, whatever was the, the like, a plot of the time and, you, you know, just sort of a forgettable, or not forgettable, but just unrelated to everything else. And, uh, yeah, the art's really good, especially, um, I think that, like you were saying, that the faces and everything, they nail, like, the, the cuteness, the mascot quality that's needed for, like, a little kid in a Christmas issue of anything. And Nadine's got great hair, and I would rate it as uh, $2,000. <laughs> nice. That's nice. how much I would rate. $2,000. Excellent. Excellent. I, uh, I think it's a fun Don't spend that much on a... On a on a copy of it though. No, oh no, oh no. Please, don't. I would, I would, I would take two thousand dollars for the copy of it I have, especially since I've got a digital copy and it would be like an NFT, and so I would just be able to print money. Oh, there but you go. I, I think it was a fun romp. It was so good. I remember the first time I read it, I laughed, and then when Johnny started to get into this, I was like, Oh, Johnny, wait till you get to the Christmas episode. <laughs> and it's, it's just fun. It's just fun. It's a good time. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna rate it five donuts with a bow on them because that's what that's that... that's the only thing that makes Sam happy. Yeah, that's what Twitch gave Sam in the. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice that. In the bobble. Oh, I didn't <laughs> notice that either. That's awesome. <laughs> it's got a bow. <laughs> he loves a donut. <laughs> I love a happy Sam too. So, because he's never happy. He's always he's always put upon by Spawn or bad guys. Yeah. No, that's great. It means a lot, I think, to them, to Greg Capullo, too, or to them, because he, he, if you didn't notice, Gregory is the name of the kid, and Phyllis, yeah, Phyllis is the mom. Who's his mom is the name of the mom. Mm-hmm. And the um, issue is 
dedicated to Phyllis. And un unfortunately, as, as happens in life sometimes, Phyllis is no longer with us, which is R.I.P. Phyllis. But they did, they, she did request in her final arrangements that, in her memory, donations be made to the Synecdoche City Mission, which is a institution in Schenectady, New York, that's dealing with the issue of, of homelessness and people experiencing that. And so instead of reaching out and having you guys follow friends this year, why don't you make a donation in honor of Greg Capullo's mom to a shelter that is doing some good work up in upstate New York. Um, I'll put the link in the, in the, the show notes. Uh, or anyone yeah. that's uh, near you. Yeah. Or, yeah, anyone that's near or you. Anyone that's near you. Don't spend $45 on a spot issue. Spend yeah. $45 donating. Yeah. And put it put it under Phyllis Capullo's name so that way we can get that, that good charity stuff going on. It's, it's for a good cause. And because that's, that's the reason that the season is being nice to each other. There's no reason to be a dick to each other. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's what we learned from Greg. Unless you're spawn, spawn beating up some petty criminals. Yeah. <laughs> don't be a dick. So don't be wandering around in the snow with a bag that's got a money sign on it, or else you might get the Santa Claus treatment, which isn't very nice. Everybody's waiting for the man with the bag. <laughs> There's so many of those like 50s Christmas songs that are ridiculous. I forgot about that one. <laughs> that's a good one. Have you ever heard? Oh my gosh, I had forgotten about this one too, but I was just uh, visiting my sibling. It's the one that's got like, it's, uh, it'll be an old fashioned Christmas, but then the news, the radio comes on. <laughs> and like, we, we, we regret to inform you that the bus from the number 14 bus from New yeah. Jersey has hit a patch of ice and flown off a cliff, and there uh, were no survivors. Yeah. What? So, so, <laughs> so like, the, the song. Their, their dad is the, on the bus. Their dad takes this one bus every day from work home, and he never misses the bus. He's always on it. And then his bus, like, everybody dies. It, they literally come on and they say no survivors, but then afterwards, like he's at the door with a whole bunch of presents, and he's like, "I was late to the bus getting I these missed presents." The bus. <laughs> oh, it's what's wild. it called? It's called an I think old it's called an old fashioned Christmas. Christmas, maybe by Linda Bennett. Wow. Yeah. Da in parentheses, Daddy's home. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's home. Yeah, you should put. You should close out on that one. I always like Christmas dinner country style oh, by man. Andy I don't Williams. Know if I even and know like, that one. Mother, mother, did you get the biscuits? Mother, mother, <laughs> let's eat. And it's just, it's ridiculous. It was one my dad liked. Like, there's so many, especially oh, from like so many. the 50s and 60s and 70s. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's so many novelty. It's like the height of novelty songs in American yeah. culture. I remember one we heard one year 60s. on the radio called Not the Same Old Lang Sign. Oh, yeah, that's a oh, good one. It's about one. a guy seeing one. his ex-wife. It's the most, like, 80s, 70s thing ever, oh, yeah. like, divorced dad. <laughs> a guy sees his ex-wife in the frozen food aisle on New Year's Eve. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's the plot of the song. It's very plotty. Like, well, thinking about what could have been. It's this final yeah. image of Spawn with his thumb over Terry's face, huh? Yeah, yeah. basically Spawn saying, <laughs> yeah. this ain't the same He's old last sign. to He's listening to that. Man, I wish I wish they would give those songs more airplay instead of the 40 million different versions of Baby It's Cold Outside I have to suffer through every week. I know. I know. I, really I mean, can. I could just go with Sleigh Ride on, on loop, but just the instrumental version. I love that song. Yeah. That's the only one I like. I mean, I only like Mannheim Steamroller or whatever. Oh, man. Mannheim Steamroller's oh, yeah. Christmas is great. They, the, the progenitor instead of... I mean, they were like the sort of the OG Trans-Siberian yeah. orchestra. Right. You know, it was like pop 
instrumental yeah. recordings of classics. Yeah, it was great. But way more synth and way less electric guitar. Did, did Chant put out a Christmas album in the 90s? Chant? Do you remember Chant? Like, everybody was obsessed no. with Gregorian Chants for a couple oh. of years. And so it was just like a... And there was a pop group called Chant? No, it was a, a group of or was monks like a, a label. from somewhere in Europe. Oh. And they, like, they just regularly chant as part of their, their daily worship. And they recorded it, and they put it just out chant. on CDs. Sick. That was big the in Greggy, the Invisible Greggy Church. Chants? I, I remember having I had a I had a Crypt Keeper Christmas album. Oh, now we're talking. Nice. A very scary How, Christmas. I think what, it was called. T- Johnny, I need you to tell me <laughs> what was the quality level of those puns? Were they? Oh, it was good. Or were they bad? <laughs> I mean, they were there. I mean, it was called a very scary Christmas. Okay. I'm trying to remember what the song. He'd be like, "Oh, it's a mistletoe," <laughs> and then like it's like would blow up. And like, yeah, of course. <laughs> So a toe missile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were some good puns. But nice. I, what other? I had Raffy Christmas album was big. There's also a couple of, of Weird Al Christmas songs. There's The Night Santa Went Crazy. There's oh, yeah. Christmas at Ground Zero. Those are the only two I can remember off the top of my head. Well, and then there's the um, Space Ghost Christmas <laughs> album too, right? <laughs> Or is there just a couple songs, I guess? I think there's just a couple. Well, there was a Christmas episode. Mm. There's a Christmas episode. Of Space Coast, 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 Coast to Coast. Coast. And it was like yes. an hour long episode because the Christmas stuff is actually like three little bumpers that so they would put other yeah. episodes in between. Mm. Yeah. I know that because I had it on, I taped it off the TV one year and we'd watch Ooh, it every yeah. Christmas. That's click, another good click, Christmas click. special. Because I remember um, Zorak sings Up on the Rooftop, but he sings it with Gabba, Gabba, Hey, Gabba, Gabba, Click, Click. Because <laughs> he yeah. clicks his eyes. Because he loves the Ramones. He likes to click his eyes and go click, click. Click, click. Nice. And then Brax sings something in the Christmas one. Oh, no, he does yeah, the... He's... It's the 12 Days of Christmas because he just goes, Hi, my With name is Brack. Hi, my name is Brack. <laughs> yeah. It's like Early, it's five proto Brack. <laughs> I think he's the partridge in a pear tree. Oh yeah, he is. He's the partridge. Oh man, that was good. Cool. Well, well that's <laughs> Spawn number thirty nine. Yeah. And for those of you who will be here with us through this year of twenty twenty four, the bit is we're gonna do this issue every year every with a year. different guest. Yes. So. Or the same uh, guest if we're being lazy. We can only add guests. We can't. Yeah, we'll just add. Oh, yeah, we'll just keep. Uh, there'll just eventually be twelve people. Yeah. <laughs> just be... screaming about this issue of Spawn. <laughs> hey, it would be just like like a. It'll be like Thanksgiving. You know, you just fourteen conversations going on all at the same time. Perfect. Were you? How were you? We were talking about the software used to. Do video conferencing and recording. What were you saying? The limit was John? Oh, 80. Like 80. If you do Zoom, we get eighty individual, eighty individual audio tracks. Yeah. So we could have up to so eighty years from now, you can be maxed out on there, or I guess like seventy-seven, 77. years. That would be great. That's that's a goal. That's <laughs> we'll be we'll be old ass men. God we'll damn! Be like, I hope I'm not alive in seventy-seven Johnny. years. I'll be in a jar <laughs> or something. Jeez, I'll just be a Zoom recording. I will remember even less than I remember now. I'll be like, now what's this guy? His name, uh, Spam? Is that his name? Spam. <laughs> Spam. Spam. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Always a fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Time. So, and while I'm sure we're thinking, I'll be back people, sometime. We should thank Brian for making our music. He's over on Instagram at Brian underscore Voils underscore twenty seven. Does good work. 
while you're there, give us a follow. We are regarding Spawn Pod on Instagram. We're posting uh, posts for the episodes. We're posting our pickups. We're posting videos. You can see our faces and go, wow, I can't believe that's what they look like. <laughs> I know I do that all the time. I'm like, that's that's the Anytime face I that that myself. voice comes out of? Weird. Anytime I see myself, I go, wow. <laughs> do you have an Instagram or anywhere where people can find you online? Nah. Cool. That's cool. Well, if- <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing but the show, so <laughs> however, if you wanna if you wanna reach out to us and maybe you have us ask Bran a question that you want answered, you can reach us at regardingspawnpod at gmail.com. We love getting emails, we love answering questions, and you know. We I we don't mind being a courier service. We'll get a message to Bran for you. And yeah. the the prompt this week is if you want to write in, just tell us about your favorite Christmas episodes of things, whether it's a Christmas album. Mm-hmm. Christmas issue, mm-hmm. Christmas movie, just mm-hmm. hit us up with some of your favorites that maybe we didn't talk about. I'm mm-hmm. just curious to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but please don't try to manufacture a debate about whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. It's a fucking Christmas movie. Get over it. People just debate say settled. that. It's just like a thing they say to be cute. Everyone knows it's a Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah, Get a it's, job. It's got fucking it takes place at Christmas. Like the the limo driver is jamming out to some fucking Christmas tunes <laughs> when the body falls on the car. He's got that it's big true. ass bear that he's chilling in the back with. Man, I think Ghostbusters Two is technically a Christmas movie. Well, the new one's a ice movie. Oh, yeah, but it's, yeah. it's an the ice new in the Ghostbusters. So also oh, has yeah, one of the worst titles, the Frozen Empire. <laughs> What the that fuck? Sounds, that the sounds like a that? that sounds like an '80s Star Wars novel. Yeah, it's yeah, almost it's bad. A title does sound like an '80s does. Star Wars novel. Almost as bad as the title "The Rise of Skywalker." <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do, John? What are you gonna John? do? Are you gonna I don't do? know. That movie. I saw that movie on Christmas, the last Christmas before the pandemic. That's why we fucking had a pandemic. Was Rise of Skywalker <laughs> sucks so much? Yeah, but but don't sure you remember did. that? Cats happened between that and the start of the pandemic. And so I saw them the same night. I saw Rise of Skywalker. Wasn't wasn't going to go see Cats, but was so like confused by what I just saw. I went and saw Cats with Aaron and had a much better time at Cats. Release the butthole cut. I had already seen Cats. I do want the butthole cut. Somehow Palpatine survived. Somehow the buttholes got deleted from the cats. Yeah, nice. Somehow <laughs> magical Mr. Mistopheles survived. Speaking of, speaking of buttholes, if you want to listen to a couple more buttholes talk about some spawn again in a week, you might want to do a little homework first. And Johnny, what kind of homework do we got for these people to do? We're going to be reading issue? two issues from Spawn's universe. We'll be reading Gunslinger 25 mm. and Spawn... 327. 327. Yeah. And we'll be having a special guest next week as well. Returning guest Logan Branham's coming back to cover some gunslinger, our resident cowboy. So, yeah, yeah. so. that'll be good. Yeah, it'll be a real good time. I like the cowboys. Like yeah, the cowboy spawns. I guess the Oklahoma the Oklahoma State Cowboys are fine. They they won the final bedlam, and so that means they won all the bedlams before. And I'm I'm good with that. They're the only ones that ever won. They're the only ones that ever won. It's it's very it's very difficult being in oh, I've mentioned this before to you, but not to Brand. Brand. How many times have you had the problem where people ask where you went to college and you're like, OSU, and then they start talking to you about Ohio and you're like, no, 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 no. Speaking of Buckeyes. Yeah. Not the OSU, just OS. (laughs) Just Oklahoma State. Yeah. I usually just say Oklahoma State these days. Nice. Nice. Excellent. You can't tell by the amount of orange I wear all the time. (laughs) Yeah, right. I don't look good in orange. Tennessee Volunteers. (laughs) 
Nice. All right. Well, I guess, you know, that's that's really all we have. Thank you very much for being with us for over a year. Thank you for celebrating your Christmas times with us or any other winter holiday times that you celebrate. And uh, Johnny and Bran, I think that just leaves me to say nothing. But may the Scorched be with y'all. Everyone. And also with you. Amen. And Merry Christmas to all. And to all a many good night. Ho, ho, ho. Johnny's always running around.